0: welcome to the creative explorers podcast i'm rachel shores i'm a watercolor artist painting my travels and writing my travel book currently editing the first trip around the u.s and Laume and i have created this podcast to help artists muddle through that messy middle process of uncertainty and chaos into creating that perfect (laughs) I don't like the word perfect, though, for art. But
1: that life we want. And so here's Laomay, too. Hi hi from the chaos. (laughs) I I don't know, actually, at the moment, I don't know what I am. (laughs) So let's find out. I don't know. (laughs) I want to start a new... Okay, keep going. I don't know. I'm... I don't know, it's, what does it mean to be an artist? That's what I really try to find out. And maybe, maybe that's, um, I have to find what what I actually wanna be because I, I'm just, this morning I thought, oh my God, the ad word is so awful. Maybe I should find something else, it's awful. <laughs> just because just recent, uh, just a minute ago, we talked about AI art and I feel like most of art is already similar to AI art. Yeah i don't know oh gosh if someone hears that oh, yeah well. <laughs> well
0: you know it's i i mean the thing with art is you see you see um styles you know there's trends you know i think of the you know back when i was in a gallery the trend was you know the deer skull with the antlers and some exactly. flowers I mean, awesome. draped around it and a frame and whatnot and now
1: but is that a unique expression? Because I always think art should be a unique expression. Otherwise, well, it's just the design. first couple
0: people, you know, the first few people that made it, it was unique. And then, then it trended and then everybody
1: copied it. <laughs> but why on earth would you have the urge to go into your studio and copy something someone else did? <laughs> and then, I mean, that's design. That's a nice pastime, but that's not art. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm really asking myself why on earth do they do this I mean yeah it can be a nice creative hobby but it, art is going somewhere where no one has ever been it's about the, actually being human and the suffering I don't know and that's why, what I don't understand I mean this art where you copy someone else's work it can easily be replaced by AI <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. well and this is what I was thinking I feel like that AI will, I think is going to help kind of give not the answer but kind of illustrate art better because i think i think the definition gets confused with people talking about there's art as a product of like you know the, put this on a mug or a sticker and it's going to sell and it's what's the trending look you know what i mean you can look at tattoos i tell i talk to my friends you know you can tell when what year somebody got their tattoo because of what was trending you know, but, there's... Ge- geometry was a few years ago, and then, you know, the geom- and
1: But this is just... I mean, this is just style, and it's, this is just how it looks, but it doesn't tell me anything. It doesn't feel. I mean, art is also about how it feels to me. Yeah. What, it I mean, tells me, what story is behind it? What What is there? It, I mean, when I look at some piece of art, and oh, it's a red shape. Yeah, well, cool. And there's a green shape, so there's a contrast. Interesting.
0: But, but it's like... I mean, yeah, there's, but that, that, that half is, you know, there's the half that's the consumerism and commerce and what sells. And it's like, oh, this per, you know, this artist, they just sold 50 t-shirts of this, this image. I'll make that, I'll make my version of it and try to get my 50 shirts sold, you know? I mean, look at, um, I think, I think such a good example is, um... Uh, fan art, you know, mm. when somebody's a fan of a show or something, they start making art of it because they love it. They love it and they want to yeah, express it and so they want to copy it. I can they...
1: understand that because you express your love for this and you just want to deal with it and you want to take time, spend time with these character sets. I can totally understand that. Mm-hmm. And Actually, then
0: somebody's like, "Oh, I want to buy." It. Then, but then now you have a fan base because now you've got the fan base of, uh, you know, the bond of of the show or the book or the movie. And now you have that audience for your art. And it's like quick and easy.
1: I think when we talk about this now, I think actually we wanted to talk, just for some who tuned in to <laughs> listen <laughs> to us talking about this book. Well, we do, hopefully we will do that next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is, when I found out that I'm also mystic, I'm a, I, to me, it's, it's very important where this is coming from. It, it's life is art and What's behind it? It's very difficult to explain, but for me, it's not just how it looks. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's that's not just art for me. I mean, yeah. And um, when we talked about this AI, I wanted I get this newsletter from the cave. It's called the Red Hand Files, and there's so much good stuff in there most of the time. And this time, we talked about uh, the Chat GPT, which is uh, the not art AI, but writing AI. <laughs> People Mm. sent him songs in the style of Nick Cave. (laughs) And honestly, the song is really awful. It's really awful. I won't read it to you because it's really awful. And um, he has something to say about this. Um, He says, songs arise out of suffering, by which I mean they are predicated upon the complex internal human struggle of creation. And, well, as far as I know, algorithms don't feel. Data doesn't suffer. ChatGPT has no inner being. It has been nowhere. It has endured nothing. It has not had the audacity to reach beyond its limitations. And hence, it doesn't have the capacity for a shared transcendent experience, as it has no limitations from which to transcend. Mm -hmm. ChatGPT's melancholy role is that it is designed to imitate and can never have an authentic human experience, no matter how evaluated and inconsequential the human experience may in time become. And what makes a great song great is not its close resemblance to a recognisable work. Writing a good song is not mimicry or replication or passage. It's the opposite. It's an act of self-murder that destroys all one has strived to produce in the past. It is those dangerous, heart-stopping departures that catapult the artist beyond the limits of what he or she recognises as their own self. And so on. And that's just a part. And I think that's basically what art is. And it's not just putting, oh yeah, I Look what's trendy, and put that down. I think that's what we far too often forget. And I think that kind of art is what we need now. I don't need any more antlers <laughs> <laughs> I feel
0: the. I feel like there's two. Um, we were just talking about neediness too, and I mm-hmm. think that what I feel like there's two kind uses of art, and one is for validation and one is from, comes from within. And it's like, Mm -hmm. that, oh, you know, what you talk about the most and what I think we both kind of make, you Mm -hmm. know, and AI and a lot of these commissions. And I think even like when you think about how kids are trained in elementary school Mm -hmm. for the sticker, you know, there, there's this different training of what is art and that is if other people like it and what needs to be produced. And It's kind of like the Hallmark movies, you know, once Hallmark found their their, um, rhythm, uh, you know, what's the word for that? You know, it's everyone is the same, the formula, you know, Mm -hmm. and the same for artists. They're always looking for that. There is a style or a kind or a a way of producing art, which is to find the formula of what sells the best. And that's going to be a repetitive thing and it's going to be a copied thing. And it's gonna be something that can be replicated by yep. AI once exactly. they, once it learns the pattern, it's like, oh, okay. You know.
1: You know what that reminds me of? Of um this I think we talked about this in this podcast as well, of the Provsky's um positive maladjustment. And then you have these people starting out and everything is fine, so they don't have any they don't see any difference of what is and what should be. So for for them it's all the same. There is no need for transformation. And I think mm. this art has to do with that. But uh, it, it it's meaningless in a way. It doesn't it doesn't I don't know. It, it it leaves me very empty actually, this kind of art. And I think this art is only it stems from what society wants, from the norm. Yeah. And that's yeah. not what I'm interested in. I think maybe that's what why I'm so struggling so hard. And I'm I'm trying to be part of something that's really the norm. And I don't care about the norm. I never did. I want to do something else. I want to talk about human suffering, what, what Nick Cave just said. And that's not the norm. But when you look at the artwork to say, oh, yeah, you have to have this education. You have to have it to do it like this. Yeah. And then what? I just read an uh, interview with some people from one of these platforms and they and they asked them, how do, we, how do I find out if an artist is worth collecting? And they never spoke about the art, always about just look at uh, the CV and where did they exhibit in some big city or where, where did they study? And that's how you should find. And I, I mean, there was never any talk about yeah. art. <laughs> Interesting.
0: You know, for, for, for a confidence boost, I really <laughs> love seeing how fashion designers make it. Because like so many of them, a lot of them, what became fam famous and what became their brand is mm-hmm. just their signature, their clothes look like anybody else's pretty much, and then they just put a signature on mm-hmm. in a in a specific place, and there was a one guy who like he kind of invented like the the writing on the on sweatpant butts, you know okay. and he he like just started signing his name across sweatpant butts, and like $60, $70 sweatpants now. Like, get them from Walmart, $10, sign them, sell <laughs> them for 75 whatever. And that's, like, so encouraging to me because, like, that's so ridiculous.
1: <laughs> it is. I think you can make lot of money with ridiculous stuff. You just, have to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just have to find the audience. I think that's when money-making comes in the way. Actually, money, it's not about making money, it's making a living. <laughs> that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. We have to make a living.
0: Um... But I mean... This is where I think artists get confused and, and, and discouraged, because, you know, marketing is how you make money, you know Because like I think the, the encouragement I have is diamonds. you know. It's becoming more and more obvious and more common knowledge that they're a super common um, gem. Mm-hmm. But it was one people owned most of the mines. And Mm -hmm. then created a marketing campaign that this is how you know somebody's value with how much they'll spend on a diamond. And, like, they just made up a story. And everybody, Mm -hmm. no, and people haven't questioned it for years. And now people are paying thousands for Mm. your engagement ring because that's how you know somebody's serious about marrying you. I mean, which is, oh, this is a fun thing to talk about, though, because Germans don't have this same um, hang up with expensive jewelry or or with the engagement rings, right? I mean, oh, it's kind wow. of it and kind of came half, over.
1: Half. It's maybe it's not like in the US, but I think. But it's... in the US,
0: I mean, I had I remember like it was it was a given. Um, you know, uh, a guy should pay one month salary, four months, okay. salary? one to four <laughs> months salary for your for your engagement ring. I can't remember, but it was like a set, and it was it, it was thousands
1: you know but who says so that's what yeah. who says so Is it, the this is it all the norm i don't care about the society I'm, I'm, <laughs> it, <ask> me. Well,
0: <laughs> it was like the spoken rule of young women you know this is what this is the only acceptable thing and then if you can trace it back it was a marketing campaign back in like the 40s they're like oh
1: yeah that's how if the, he loves
0: you he'll you know he'll offer his salary or whatever, you know whatever it is whatever it was one uh, four but, but, but,
1: Honestly, this is Maybe it was
0: four weeks instead of, and that'd
1: be. Society's norm is from advertising. (laughs) Yeah. God. (laughs) That's that's really weird, isn't it? But maybe that's my problem now that we talk about this. Maybe there's some money making and what I should do to make money. And that's what I want to be as a human being, what I want to contribute to this world as long as I'm on this, as long as I live. I mean, it's super special to live, isn't it? And hmm. I don't know if I want to really waste my time thinking about, I don't know, marketing strategies <laughs> and, I don't know, business models. That's so weird, isn't it? We waste our time doing all this stuff that no one really, it's not really relevant. Yeah. And maybe we could invent some AI to think of create marketing ideas for me. I would definitely do that. I just <laughs> put a prompt in there and then a the thing could do the marketing for me and everything would be fine. Yeah. It's my dream, actually. <laughs> I like that. You know,
0: I mean, and I I really think it's a possibility. I really think AIs can get to that point because it's a formula. Yeah, so, it is. It's a formula. It's an algorithm. It's like pain point, price point. You know, if you look at how, you know, you, you know writing, you probably know the formula for writing um, marketing copy better than I do. It's just boop, 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 and put that into an AI.
1: You'll be wow. done. I like, just imagine we would use it like this. Every artist would have their own AI assistant. What would that make us? It would be the battle of the marketing AI. <gasps> and maybe then the artwork itself would count. <laughs> that would be great. Well, this is
0: this. So I had this conversation with one of my uh, spiritual mentors today about because he was asking, you know, what I thought about AI stuff. And and this is my thing. It's like, I you can you can plug in a couple words into a computer but it's not going to get you the like the other symbolism and nuances Mm. and experiences and culture and like there's so much more that that um comes from when an artist creates something especially Mm -hmm. you know I, i guess i'm thinking of my i'm thinking of my um like I don't feel threatened by the AI because it's like I'm gonna paint. I'm, pe- I'm painting people's visions and dreams. I'm painting mm-hmm. stuff that people have only thought about in their head and they've they've imagined, and I'm bringing in, bringing it to, back into reality onto paper, literally, and then, and, like making it real to them. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, they can be like yeah, I had a dream with the bird and rainbow, blah, blah 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 blah, feeling of joy, but. Like you can't plug that. You can't plug that story.
1: No, they can't. They would simply okay. make a, some grotesque idea what what joy might look like because they <laughs> destroy it from some crappy, animes or whatever. Some cheesy. Yeah. Parts. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, and you can you can you can throw in some stuff and actually counterpoint. I guess there's some people that are really getting in. Some people. Um, are interpreting the AIs differently and they're saying it's um, like it's the computer. The AI is tapping into like the conscious collective and pulling stuff out. And so you can be, (laughs) there's claiming they're getting like messages of what kind of higher self they have or something.
1: Oh, I think it's just a repetition. (laughs) It's just, um, I don't know. I think there's nothing. I think, creativity takes all this and just makes turns it in it just flows through you with and just takes all these experiences you have all the places you've been and everything that happened to you and then it comes out differently Mm -hmm. it's transformed Mm -hmm. through you and that's what ai can't do because it's always the same it's simply an algorithm and nothing else (laughs) and it's simply it can only mimic that's it i think it's just
0: I like how you said it. It's kind of like uh, an artist is like a world filtration system where they everything yeah. they've taken in comes out,
1: and it's transformed in a way. I mean, when they have, yeah, it's. I think art talks about what what you've seen, what you learned. It's about life, the life you live. I oh, so <laughs> we're back. So uh, we had some kind of difficulty. <laughs> so we're back. Recorder quit.
0: Didn't want to, to listen anymore.
1: I was fed up with all, <laughs> all this artist talk. It's like this again. Oh, no, I did this a million times. <laughs> <laughs> I have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's come to that. So we talked about AI. I'm pretty sure this is an AI thing. And it, just, it was, I think it was incited. So there you have it. <laughs> I can suffer. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so we were saying, I forgot the point. of. I was saying something, I forgot what it was.
1: Um. Yeah, I think it is about, AI and I have the, this idea that we far too often think that art is only a product. It's simply, mm. yeah, this, I don't know, this canvas with paint on it. But it's much more. Maybe it's an experience. Maybe it's an idea. Maybe it's a way of being. And that's so very difficult to to. Yeah, sell. I don't want to sell. Maybe I want to make connection because of that. Because I think it's important to have this in in this life, but it's very difficult to do that when you also have to struggle to make a living.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think, you know, and this is the part that's going to be difficult, I think, is every art, I think every artist has a slightly different take on what their art is for. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody who gets art has a different reason for getting it because I it's think awesome. fan art, like I think going back to fan art, that's a good mm-hmm. example. Like, oh, you love this character, and somebody yes. did a fun rendition of it. You know,
1: Absolutely. you want to buy that
0: art, or you know, so, uh, the one that gets me is like, there's a boring living room and there's a blank wall. They're like, oh, let's put something. You know pretty here to bring the furniture together you
1: know sure you can even have something that i would find very cheesy but it reminds you of your grandmother i don't know this can be mm-hmm. very personal um I, I don't know i think the reasons why people buy art can be very personal but i don't know i'm, I'm not so sure about making art sometimes but, um.
0: i mean making art is also personal and this is something i heard i heard one time too uh, which I haven't figured out yet because somebody was saying that this this woman had a large piece up for sale. and It was something absolutely gorgeous. And she had a, a collector interested in it. And they were going to make the paint, you know, talk about making the purchase. And then she explained the piece to her, them, and it was, you know, you know, um, commemorating, you know, five-year breakup in the process she went through. And then they didn't buy it. And they're like, why would we, you know, break up on our <laughs> kind of thing even though they had liked the piece and that mm-hmm. had me concerned because it's like i paint pretty things with secret messages sometimes that aren't as happy or you know are not not so not that i don't know that's that's kind of what i make though i really like making the mantras, like back in the day, I'm always trying to figure out my tagline. But back in the day, I called it, you know, like a a, mon- a visual mantra that mm-hmm. you don't have to say or you don't have to have written on your walls. Because like I want to have, I am going to create art that that people will think, you know, will believe or remember. You know, I'm enough, or I love myself, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna follow my dreams. And like I just feel so. I don't want people to have to have to write that on that wall for somebody to come in and read it and be like, geez, what kind of mm-hmm. you know. Kind I like
1: that. Yeah, but I mean that's a that's a very good point. I like that, and that's yeah. very unique. And no, I'm. I think when I say, "Oh, I'm not so sure about artists," I'm not talking about the artists who really get up every morning and and do it despite all the difficulties. I, I think I'm talking about the art world. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I think that's that's something that just came to my mind talking about this interview where they never talked about the art. You know, that's why I think that. Right. Yeah. So. There is a way of seeing art only as a product or an investment, so we have to take that into account. It exists, unfortunately. So those people really don't care what if if you have a plank canvas or whatever is on there. And I think we simply have to see this exists.
0: That's another really good point, though, because there is a lot of people that buy art for the prestige, like like there's and the different prestiges of like one having a portrait a sell a portrait made of you and paying thousands of dollars at that like also you get to have this fancy family heirloom hanging above yourself like that's a message <laughs> and <laughs> then or when people are all about this investment like yep. i've heard so many times of people so many times i've seen people say they'll show a piece of art and then they tell you what they paid for it like, I, you know, look at this piece. I just absolutely love it. It was $4,000, but I had to have it. And you're like, I didn't have to know that you paid that much money for it. Or, or you know, or or it'll be more,
1: 15000 you know. And you know what? I just had some kind of epiphany because this year so, oh, my God, I'm, I'm ready to despair. Oh, my God, I will never make it. But you know what? There are so many ways of being an artist. And I think what we have to do is find out what we actually want to do and then find Exactly. That place, I mean, it sounds easy, but somehow mm-hmm. I, mean, I cannot go to some, some platform where they only talk about investment and look at ed- education and stuff. I, I don't care about that. Why should I even spend time there? I mean, yeah. honestly, you have to, it's yet again that I go there and I hope they will turn into something that suits me. But I think we have to discern that. I have to discern that up front yeah
0: well and 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 this is the thing we were talking about earlier about programs and learning platforms and what have you learned and what's what's going to help you grow as an artist and i feel like there's these like two or three different uh modules or whatever that are always sold one is like you know follow your heart Mm -hmm. believe you're an artist and and get this program and we will help you like step into your full potential or this other one of like here's a stat of you know the the formula for having your art business you mm-hmm. know and it doesn't I am a junkie for I just absolutely love information I love people's <laughs> takes I love you know me I'm always like I have a list right now like a full page of to do's of like resources and videos and programs and stuff to watch it's all free and what good does it do me because it has to resonate with me mm-hmm. it doesn't matter somebody can go because like I've seen you know they have um you can have like how to can't think of an example oh my
1: god that's how so bad
0: <laughs> that's so I'm trying nice. to think well I keep, I keep thinking of the same examples I'm trying to think of a new more unique one you know how to get how to get into galleries yeah, you know, sure. here's a step: resumes, da da da. Get your statement. Work on your statement. Work on your pieces. How 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 to put a collection together? You
1: and you know? know what? What you and have then, to think about? You cannot go to any gallery. I think you have to have that right person to run that gallery for the right reason for your art.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and, and, that, that, and, and yeah, finding the right gallery. Yeah, and you know, I I learned very quickly that I really don't care. <laughs> Like, exactly. I can put my co- I can put my stuff up in a coffee shop for a couple months, have some yeah. people out for cake and coffee. I'm thrilled. And it's there more people are going to see it in the coffee shop than po- possibly exactly. the art gallery. You know. Yeah. So that think, program's out for me.
1: I think that's what I learned. Also, with these um art platforms. I put my stuff up on art platforms just recently, and I'm honestly now I'm really frustrated with it because it's I don't know, it's expensive. And they take a lot of commission fee, a high commission fee. And they still, they want me to market it. I think they just, I think that's what happens to us artists when we, we, we don't know where to fit in into this world, into this capitalist world. And then you have people who promise you something. And mm. it feels like the right thing, but it's not. Basically, they're simply exploiting us because they want me to put my art up there and market all this stuff and put, bring all the buyers in so they have that percentage. It makes no sense. Because yeah. I should be there and they should show my work to potential buyers. But no, yeah. I, don't know, I think they just like the idea of me liking the idea that I'm <laughs> part of this and someone could possibly see it and buy it yeah yeah
0: and and i think yeah being in a gallery is definitely an ego boost that was very Mm -hmm. helpful for me when i was in a gallery and the other part oh no i just lost my thought i was gonna say it (laughs) hello adhd speaking of adhd my mom sent me something it says adhd stands for uh attention deficit hey donuts (laughs) (laughs) oh i like that (laughs)
1: Oh. oh oh my god i it's think so I lost gone. I'm it's completely gone oh but i think in a way when you're listening listening out there you know It, it I, you know what i find interesting last week we talked about we wanted to start this book living a life worth living and li- look at us now
0: <laughs> what are you what are you saying <laughs> <laughs> we're, t- we're
1: talking about ai
0: that reminds me you reminded me what I, you reminded me what I wanted to say. Yeah, look at us now because I'm in I'm in a new place of this. I am done. I am ready to cut cut out the middleman. Like, mm-hmm. I believe the new way of the artist is to go direct, to be direct to their collectors. Yeah, absolutely. And I- it, this building relationship and this one on one and uh, that book we reference all the time. Forget his name. <laughs> But he's on like show your work and Mm -hmm. and deal like an artist and this and he's really about you know um, is he the one? But you know they have this theory of all you need is a thousand true fans Mm -hmm. that will buy anything you make and that want to see you succeed and will talk about you nonstop and rave and follow you and you have a business and there's
1: cool when
0: there's a hundred million people in what in the U.S. So you know this. Yeah. Okay, three hundred fifty million. I'm being corrected. <laughs> Whatever. There's a I lot mean, of people. It's more than a thousand.
1: <laughs> I definitely. We can't. Def, can, we cannot produce some so many artworks. <laughs> so <laughs> we have to find our audience. So oh, yeah. My. And so
0: oh my and, god. And I think another. So oh, here's this. Here's it's coming together. Is like I spent the first part of my life, creating art kind of for me and kind of to hide back from the world. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I wanted somebody to get to know me, I just showed them my portfolio. Like I mm-hmm. had my sketchbook here. Oh, here's me. Look at that. And if they oohed and odd on it, good. We can, we're friends now. <laughs> like, And I, but like, I didn't, I really didn't express myself at all. And everything I was saying was in my artwork. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really explain that either, you know, and it was, I was very secluded, oh, I can't find words, but secluded, like private. Mm-hmm. And and my art was my way of of saying things, because as you can see, I'm really struggling with words <laughs> at the moment. I, I, I mean, I have a podcast, I can't form a sentence. But <laughs> once. But I finally, slowly, and I mean, so this has been so slow. This has only been in the last couple, of years. I would say since the podcast started, mm-hmm. I think this has been my growing spot of like, it is time for me to step back from, mm-hmm. you know, step out from behind my art and start expressing myself with words mm-hmm. and expl- and letting that art be be part of it it was an escape before it was a it was a diversion before and it was also and it was something i i wasn't honest about too like um mm-hmm. i was trying i think what was i want what was i not honest about that i really wanted i wanted that love and adoration that my art got i think mm-hmm. and if i could if somebody could be that appreciative of it you know I didn't. I, know, I felt less. I didn't actually have to be asking. It was really easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was an easy manipulation. I'll draw something pretty. Everybody oozes and oohs it. Mm-hmm. Now I feel seen. You know, instead of actually saying
1: th- that. Interesting. Yeah, but how can work like this? When I think of it, I'm at the moment. I am drawing very weird. I create. I'm creating very weird work and now that you say that maybe that's a part of me that wants to be seen <laughs> and it makes sense so we express ourselves in this work and in a way it is personal when you go to a gallery and they say oh yeah your cv looks crap yeah. and it, it is in a way it's painful <laughs> yeah
0: well and you're and it's fun because your art is rebellious and i think that's a f- I, I think that's a really good example too because um, my first style was very people-pleasing. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. It's cute. It's sweet. It's good for children's books. You know, it's full of detail. And you have to look at it a long time just to get every detail. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's so, I'm really, I really like it. I'm happy with it. But in a way, I feel kind of bad. It's, it's like, a, it's kind I feel kind of it like it's my manipulation of like, oh, you get to think I'm all sweet and happy, and, <laughs> you know, sunshine and, and, you know, barefoot and, you know, it was all, it was all good things, you know, and then I started, then I kind of went off into my spiritual art and it's more abstract and it's more just colors and, um, some people don't, it's not as easy to get, you know, it's not so straightforward and you know and
1: what i did the same i had all these pretty drawings and stuff and i yeah i know i like them but they're not me and they're only a part of me but not all of me <laughs> you know and that feels like a lie because i'm only showing my one side mm. and it feels like i'm abandoning another part of me and that's mm. it's interesting that we started to do this and now my work has completely changed it's different but it feels more like me and i feel far more comfortable with it yeah yeah
0: yeah this is interesting because you know i'm talking as if i paint all the time and like i i don't have a piece of work right now that i consider a good complete piece i Mm -hmm. had that story a couple weeks ago about painting of doing that big mess Mm -hmm. messy breakthrough but it was that i didn't value it as art you know Mm -hmm. i gave it away and you know i it was it was it was done on trash it was thrown out thing items Mm -hmm. you know and i don't and and now what i do spend time on i do something i can finish in a couple four hours and it's just the uh street urban sketch stuff because i don't know i guess i mean that's that's talking about
1: it than doing it that's also art because I'm creating these uh, spontaneous automatic drawings that take me 20 minutes or so. And yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Oh, no, it's not art. I have to, I don't know, spend my life on it. No, maybe that's it. It's the just spontaneous expression and it's the moment. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's enough. <laughs> maybe that's yeah. enough and I don't have to labor to do something that everybody say. oh, yeah, I can see how much time you put in there. That's not it. That's not the reaction I want. <laughs> Really not. I want them to be impressed by by that expression.
0: I oh. so want cool. to be
1: touched by that expression in a way, or want to be reminded of. People. Yeah, yeah.
0: You just reminded me of my latest interest was to do those little two by two blocks of watercolors of just in, like I think I showed them to a lot back in
1: October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember them, and I wish you would do some more. I really enjoyed yeah. them and there was a i think it was a very interesting project but maybe yeah
0: well the project so the project was me trying to practice seeing if it was it was experimenting with this idea of can i am i actually getting imagery from focusing on somebody's energy or nature mm-hmm. or self or whatever so I was doing these just abstract portraits of
1: I really like that. They were all
0: great. Yeah. And I've, I like how small they are and how unique they are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I want them to be maybe a collection. I don't know. I don't know what to do with them. And I'm kind of afraid to make them without knowing what to do with them. But I think I have to just start making them again.
1: Maybe just enjoy the process. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're small you can just store them somewhere so
0: yeah well i have a the little booklet is like for uh, i can't remember 30 or 40 sheets and then i I, it'd be easy tiktok content just make Mm -hmm. one every day and say who it is or why and what it means let people comment and
1: see if they resonate that's by the way why i uh, make trunks on paper because I, it's, they're easily stored. I mean, when you have a huge canvas, what to do with the thing? Mm. And when you painted it and you have to store it and it accusingly looks at you all the time, why did you create me? Mm. <laughs> letting me letting me, I don't know, <laughs> die here in your studio. Oh yeah, that's why I prefer to work on paper at the moment. <laughs> nice.
0: Wow. Oh. Nice. Well, we were going to keep this one short. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> week. We didn't. Oh, I thought we were doing good. not oh, yeah. start Started when I thought.
1: <laughs> but if I, I, I don't know. Okay, I hope you could follow. I feel very confused today. So just. <laughs> 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 thanks for listening. Turn now if you made it to the yeah, end.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what to do for a for an Instagram post. Maybe I'll um do have any ideas and we'll do one of those how about I do one of the paintings
1: yeah something and maybe cool. ask people why what's the reason that AI will never ever be able to copy your work mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that that sounds perfect I so thought maybe that gives you something to think about what makes your art unique that's beyond what can be seen beyond the algorithm exactly <laughs>
0: I'll write that down okay we'll see you next week and hopefully so if you now you have another chance everyone if you want to get the uh, Create a Life Worth Living mm-hmm. by Carol Lloyd we'll be and- discussing we will discuss it next week unless something cooler happens
1: <laughs> you never know but I read a bit about uh, I read a bit about it uh, these um, daily actions and stuff so okay there is something i already know something about it <laughs> so we can talk about something okay perfect okay then bye and thank you for listening and see you next week okay. bye, bye everybody.